I am unwilling to give up, that I will start over from scratch as many times as it takes to get where I want to be. I want to be. You just want to make sure you will get knocked down, but just make sure you don't get knocked out, knocked out. So your only choice should be go focus on what you can control, control, control. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Kara Golden Show. Join me each week for inspiring conversations with some of the world's greatest leaders, We'll talk with founders, entrepreneurs, CEOs, and really some of the most interesting people of our time. Can't wait to get started. Let's go. Let's go. Hi, everyone. It's Kara Golden from The Kara Golden Show, and I am so, so excited for my next guest. I have Olenka Cullinan, who is the co-founder and co-CEO of Red Shark USA. And if you are not familiar with bike surfing, then you absolutely are going to be really, really excited to hear all about this and all about Red Shark USA. So Olenka Cullinan, as I mentioned, is the co-founder and and co-CEO They are a little bit different business model than what we typically talk about on the Kara Golden Show. They're actually running the USA version of Red Shark, which is a approximately 10-year-old company that they did not found. But this is very similar to a franchise. Uh, They are the exclusive distributorship and importer of these bikes, and they are building this business in the U.S., and it's gangbusters. Plus, it's an incredible, incredible product. So, uh, and like I said, for those who are not familiar with it, we're going to hear a lot more about it. She and her partner, David, are the exclusive importer and distributor. So if you're hearing this podcast too, and you're interested, we'll have all the info in the show notes so you can learn a lot more about it. But without further ado, we're going to welcome Alenka so that she can share a lot more about it. So Alenka, so great to have you on the show. Thank you so much, Kara. Super excited to be here, of course. And yeah, super excited to share more about bike surfing and Red Shark bikes. Super, super excited. So I absolutely love the product. Uh, Red Shark products are just amazing. Um, And uh, what was the first time that you actually tried one of the bikes? We actually got very lucky. We tried them in their origin land, which was Spain. And so the bikes I actually designed and manufactured in Roses, Spain. And we were able to go there and actually try Red Shark bikes in the Mediterranean. David and I got on the bikes, fell in love, and we just, yeah, we couldn't keep our hands away from them. That's amazing. And it's one thing to love a product. It's another thing to decide to, how do we get these in the U.S. and become a distributor and, and uh, you know, basically run this business that is, is uh, a lot of fun, that we're really passionate about it. But it truly is a business. I mean, you have to that you start it from nothing, right? I mean, you've got a product, but then you have to build it and build the sales, build the um, business model, et cetera. So uh, why did you believe that you could do it? Well, it's a very kind of serendipitous story, Kara. So David and I uh, have been dating for about about a year. Well, basically he took me out on a date on a very similar product. He always loved watercrafts and we loved it. We just knew that we wanted to do something together. He was a series A investor in another company, always wanted to come back and, you know, be again in that watercraft industry. So 
He exited his first company, takes me on a date. I fall in love with him and the bikes. And then we were basically looking to find something else. And so when we went and tried out Red Shark, it was a crazy story. We were in Roses, Spain, did not plan at all to find the product there. He actually went for a run into the Yacht Marina. And after that, thought it was super beautiful, invites me to go with him. We go down and literally walk around across the street. I see this Vespa that's wrapped into a Ferrari colors. I love Ferraris. And I'm like, let's go see what it is. And we literally walked into the shop of Red Shark Bikes and met Joseph. And Joseph and David literally joke that they're lifelong brothers from different mothers because they have very similar interests. They're both ride, you know, they're both cyclists. They love riding mountain bikes. And the crazy part is, is Joseph in Spain and David here in the U.S. have the same uh, mountain bike, exactly the same one, same colors, same all of a sudden, everything. And so from there, we got on the Red Shark bikes. We rode them in the waves. We see how playful those things were and how much fun they are because it's a six in one water toy for the whole family. And both of us basically looked at each other and we were like, Joseph didn't even have an idea to bring it here in the US. And we were both like, we should do this. We should absolutely do this as a business. We should introduce them to the market here. We should, you know, really put our mouth, you know, where money and just go in. And that's basically kind of a completely serendipitous decision. And here's the crazy part. When Joseph first showed us the marketing deck for Red Shark Bikes, he's only been to the U.S. one time. And in that marketing ba- in that marketing deck was a picture of Emerald Bay and Lake Tahoe. And David has been going to Emerald Bay and Lake Tahoe because his family owns property there for 20 years. Oh, my God. So to see that picture, to be in that room, to have a conversation about business and see all these little serendipitous signs come together, we were like, we have to do this. Like there's not even an option. How often have you thought about learning a new language only to be stopped by that memory of yours from the last time you tried to learn a language when it didn't go so well? Okay, maybe it wasn't a language that you were interested in learning or perhaps all those poorly written textbooks in your sixth grade class weren't that well written after all. I have a great tip for you. It's called Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program around, available on desktop or app, no matter where you choose to learn it or what platform you choose to learn on, Rosetta Stone works and it truly immerses you in the language you choose to learn, quicker and easier than you ever imagined to. Maybe you're getting ready to travel abroad this summer and you want to learn a bit of Portuguese, let's say, before your trip, Rosetta Stone can help. I know this firsthand as I did just this before traveling to Portugal last year. I learned Portuguese through Rosetta Stone, and by doing so, I not only got a better grasp of the spoken language of Portugal, but it got me very excited for the trip itself before I went. They even have a true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation as you are learning too. They've got you covered. Rosetta Stone's trusted experts are the real deal. They've been helping people just like you for over 30 years, helping millions of people to learn Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish, and my favorite, Portuguese. The lessons are five to 10 minutes long and include practical exercises so that you can pick up the language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. 
no English translations either, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in the language you are focused on, helping you get the long-term retention you are looking for. And who wouldn't want that? Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the Kara Golden Show listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today today. In today's world, which I will admit can at times seem filled with too much of the wrong information, it's essential to find a good source that truly gets to the heart of what I want to know. I am super excited about our next sponsor as I've been a big fan of their content for some time now. That sponsor is the Washington Post. Their depth on topics from business to tech isn't just impressive, it's essential reading for me. Whether I'm catching up on the latest tech trends or understanding how the day's news truly impacts my family, the Washington Post is my trusted source. Let's talk specifics. Their business and tech coverage, absolutely top-notch. Just imagine having the most insightful articles at your fingertips, including the unparalleled AI reporting from Drew Harwell or the pulse on tech and online culture from Taylor Lorenz. And the best part? You can listen to articles just like you listen to this podcast, making it perfect for your busy lifestyle. I was just reading an article from one of my favorite Washington Post writers, Frances Stead Sellers. She covers entrepreneurs like myself, but also covers other interesting topics, including health, as well as some very interesting books. I also love getting their For You newsletter, which is their roundup of stories tailored just for my interests, right in my inbox every evening. The Washington Post app is super well done, I think, and makes it incredibly easy to stay up to date and follow my favorite journalists on the go. And if you ever thought that the Washington Post is just about politics, think again. They cover everything under the sun, from climate and culture to crosswords and cooking, providing a world of surprising stories and vital insights. Okay, enough of the love fest that I have for the Washington Post. Here's the deal. Being a listener of the Kara Golden Show has its benefits, and this one is too good to miss. Now is the time to sign up for the Washington Post. Go to WashingtonPost.com slash Kara Golden to subscribe for just 50 cents per week for your first year. That's 80% off their typical offer. So this is truly a steal. Once again, that's WashingtonPost.com backslash Kara Golden to subscribe for just 50 cents per week for your first year. So you described Red Shark when you were just speaking as a six-in-one water toy. So can you explain for anyone who's never yeah. seen, just describe the visual of... Yeah, absolutely. So Red Shark bike is a, essentially is a watercraft. It's a personal watercraft. And the best way I can say it, it's if a road bike, like a premier road bike and a paddleboard had a baby. And so you put a bike on top of a paddleboard. The paddleboard is inflatable. And it actually rolls away into about a golf size 
travel bag. And that's one of the beauties of this product is you don't have to have a trailer. You don't have to have a boat. I, I, I mean, a trailer or a truck to pull this. You can literally roll it away, throw it in the back of your car and off you go. So the bikes there are three models of the bikes. There's enjoy, which is your typical beach cruiser, go out, have fun play around, have a beverage. Then there is a fitness model of the bike, which is essentially sort of a Peloton on water, if you will. You go out and you exercise. We have athletes who use them for training. It's a lot easier on your back and knees. Then there is adventure model, which is lime green color. It comes with a fishing pole, fishing bags, dry and wet, has a lot of equipment, and it's really designed for like your outdoor enthusiast who wants to go out fishing or just sit in a very quiet spot. And then the fourth model is actually the e-scooter, which is your electric model. And it takes all the work out of biking. You just press a button and you cruise around the lake. So all four of these models are completely interchangeable. Essentially, the actual paddle board is all the same for all bikes. And you could put any of the four pedestals into that. You can also completely take the pedestal out and use the paddle board by itself. Hmm. You can make it a tandem where you ride both bikes side by side. And that's amazing for couples, kids, and parents. You can also take the bikes out and put kayak seats on top of the boards and make it a two-person kayak. And then it also comes with a kit for a gym. So if you're wanting to do yoga or like exercise on water, you can also use that paddle board for that. So it's a true like six-in-one toy that's there for the whole family. It's super easy to convert. Takes you we literally say, you know, bag to water in under 15 minutes. That's amazing. And so you spoke about Joseph, uh, who is the founder and creator. He is a German supercar, sports car engineer who introduced this new design into uh into the market. So did he just have one bike out initially? I mean, this is this is wild that he actually came up with this idea. Yeah. So he was actually a supercar designer, you know, born and raised in Spain, worked for BMW. And when he initially created it, it was because of his own uh, issues with his back for doing the mountain biking. And so he was like, I knew I couldn't do it as avidly as I was doing that before. And so he decided to create a product that it's going to allow him the fun of mountain biking, all the excitement, but then take that pressure from his back and from the muscles. And believe it or not, he actually started testing red truck bikes in his pool Hmm. (laughs) and, you know, drove them around, made sure he initially came out with a little bit different version of that. And then kind of slowly iterated. I believe he had four versions before the red truck bikes the way we have now, and then took that version to the market. And obviously people started loving on them. So they started selling in Europe like crazy. And, you know, he got a lot of response and a lot of excitement because the bikes are also very light. That's one of the things that people do love about them. They're under 40 pounds altogether with, you know, board and the bike combined. Yeah, and they go in this nice compact bag. You can stick it on an airline if you want to take it um, on a trip that you need to uh, get to by plane. I mean, it's it's an amazing, amazing product. So what were you doing before this? Yeah, so I actually have been in consulting and have been running, you know, consulting company for my on my own for a long, long time. You know, if you can tell from my accent, I was born in Eastern Europe, came here right before I turned 21, 
But I mean, I'm very grateful for my mom because I've worked with her since I was 14. And she kind of took away that fear of running your own business away from me because, you know, when I was 14, 15 years old, I would fly all over Europe, negotiate multi-million dollar contracts and didn't think much of it. So because of that, you know, I definitely gained a lot of perspective on what it's like to run and build out a business, which obviously is why you know, it's exciting for me to build Red Shark because I'm used to that. Like I'm used to taking a business from nothing, from the product, from the idea and really rolling it out. And so for the last few years leading up to that, I've actually been working with companies anywhere from two and a half to hundred plus million, helping them exactly with that lean scale operation, bringing, you know, the ideas to the market and making them, you know, presenting them in a way where you would build community, you would get a different type of response, you would get customer, you know, base and really get your first fans. Everything we're doing really with Red Shark right now is, you know, sort of my background. Yeah. That's so great. Well, we always talk on this podcast about like challenges. And when you guys were launching Red Shark USA, what was something that kind of came up that you were like, oh wait, nobody told me about that. I mean, this is hard and it was a big challenge in front of you, but you got through it. Yeah, I would say one of the things is definitely creating almost a new category on the market because we, you know, like I said, David already had experience with similar watercrafts. So mm-hmm. for him, it was natural, right? For me, I just love the product. So we came to the market with that whole idea because we love the product so much. People are going to go for it just based solely on how much in love with the product we are. And some of it did happen. But we also didn't realize that there was no awareness for bike surfs really in the U.S. You know, there are two or three other water bike companies, but nobody really has a product where it's a paddleboard combined with a watercraft that is inflatable and, you know, ultra portable. So we even when we it was pretty funny story, but like even when David and I were talking about registering the bikes, you know, because for like electric one or if it's over 12 feet long, some states require registration. And so when we would talk to the, you know, government officials about registering the bikes, they would be like, what is that? You know, what are you, it's not a boat, it's not a kayak, it's not a paddleboard. So we don't even know like what category to put you in. So him and I both had to sit down and really like hone in and figure out how do we educate the market and the customer base on what is this and what's the best use of it and who our ideal clientele is and really like transfer that message to them that they can fall in love with a product the same way we did. Because, you know, just because we love it, it's not always transferable across. So, so interesting. So what are the states that you have to register it in? Uh, Well, most of the states, basically, if it's electric, all the states in the U.S. require your registration, just like if you would do a vessel or a jet ski or any type of electric watercraft with paddle power. Most states do not require registration. So that's why people do love this because then they can just own it as a regular paddleboard. But like we just recently were in Arkansas and Arkansas does require it if it's 12 feet or longer, which our boards at 12 feet long, they have to still register it with the state because it's a longer watercraft. And is that a pretty easy process though to get it registered? It is pretty easy yeah. process, but it's still, you know, a little bit time consuming. Yeah. And most of the time, as of now, we still register them just as regular paddle boards because states don't have any type of, you know, special category for water bikes. 
So interesting. And so, you know, you're running, as you and I were talking about, you're running this business that that started 10 years ago, but uh, you're building the brand, you're educating people. Uh, I would imagine there's guidelines that you need to adhere to, but you're also kind of, you know, building the airplane as you're flying it, so to speak. <laughs> um, I mean, it's it, it definitely is building a business. So can you speak to that if anybody's thinking about um, maybe they have a product that they've gone, uh, they've been traveling and they see something that they don't have in the U.S. rather than creating this product. I mean, how can you give us suggestions on how you would actually go and get a distributorship from a founder or uh, like how, what, any suggestions on that? Yeah, for sure. Just, you know, be very, my, you know, that's a Eastern European in me, I think, but it's all about always about being direct and having that purpose, right? We both fell in love in the product, but we also were very direct that we, it's more than love. We actually want to turn it into actual business and a brand and a household name. So we had to have an honest conversation with Joseph. And again, no matter how much he liked David and I and was super excited to work with us, one of the things we had to explain is how different the culture is here in the US and you know from Europe. So to give you an idea, people in the US love fitness. People mm -hmm. in Europe love the enjoy model more because it's more slower paced, kind of fun, kind of relaxing. Here, people love the Peloton and the workouts. And, you know, we have a lot of yoga communities, right? And so we had to really look, when we sat down with him, we had to look at what is it going to be like culturally when we translate that here? And what is what some of the things and aspects that we're going to focus on when building a business? So we did a pretty direct pitch to Joseph uh, when we, you know, started this communication process with him. Obviously, if you can go for the founder, do that because, you know, the more vertical you have to kind of run through, the more difficult it becomes because it's like a broken telephone. You have four levels up. In our case, we definitely had a little bit of a language barrier. Joseph speaks fluent Spanish. Neither one of us does. So we actually did have to bring a translator a couple of times. He speaks, his English is great for just, you know, simple conversations, but a couple of times when we started negotiating details, you know, you want, you know, obviously that saying, you know, details is everything. Yeah. So when you negotiate that, you have to realize not only how you're going to, you know, get the deal, which is being direct and given certain type of commitments. You know, we had to commit to a number of sales, to a number of resellers, to the number of states we want to go into, because we truly believe that Red Shark bikes is a household name and it will be a household name here in the u.s but part of it also you have to understand the cultural differences so in our case the pitch we gave him had to align that hey we love everything you're doing in europe but we might have to do things a little bit differently in the u.s because for example e-scooters are super popular in the u.s everybody here loves electric right the e-bikes the era of e-bikes has arrived so everybody loves being on water and having that electric option as well. So when we were pitching to him, we also put some cultural considerations because if he wasn't on board with that, it would be really hard for us to launch it in another country, no matter how much we love a product. Yeah, definitely. It, I was thinking about all the different things uh, that you must have gone through. Obviously, you need to love a product in order to be willing to start a business around it and believe that it, it can happen, but you also need capital too, right? You can't just go and ink a deal with somebody. You've got commitments that you are signing up to, but you need some kind of capital in order to make sure that you're going to be able to 
open the doors. So is, is that like, how do people think about that? Do you know, um, like with other businesses, I mean, what, what should you have in mind to be able to do that? Well, absolutely. Yes. You need to be, you definitely need to look at numbers, right? And what commitment are you willing to make for us? It was an exclusive distributorship. So obviously to be exclusive, our commitment was a little bit higher than if we just said, Hey, let us sell 50 bikes and see what happens type of thing, right? We could have ran a test market, but instead we wanted to be exclusive distributor and importer for the US. So we agreed to a little bit higher commitment, which obviously comes with a higher dollar amount, like you said. So we had to sit down and say, okay, how much of our own cash we're willing to put into that? How much, what else are we going to do? Are we going? Because if you're, nobody cares that you're 10 years in Europe, they only care that you're zero years in the US. So it's not like you can go to the bank and say, I need to get a loan. So we chose to go friends and family around first and do the little raise. And then actually we're doing a capital second capital raise right now, uh, because we want to grow at a little bit faster pace. We're starting to get really amazing, you know, results from our test market. And so in that sense, you do have to be prepared of what you're willing to sacrifice in terms of, you know, obviously working with friends and family, which can be amazing, but also super, super stressful. Yeah. And then also in terms of investors, and when you're ready to go that route, uh, you have to be willing to sacrifice a part of your company, essentially. And so that's the decisions you make kind of in the process. But it's exactly what you said earlier, you know, we're building a plane and flying it too and pivoting quickly and learning a ton as we're doing this. Yeah. So who handles customer service and like support? Are you guys actually, do you have to do that or does it go to some central number or how does that sort of uh, world work? Yeah. So luckily for us, uh, you know, Red Truck Bikes, the mother company in Spain has an amazing customer support in terms of, you know, all the warranties, returns, everything regarding the equipment. So when the customer comes to us here in the US, we initially, like basically we assess initially what the issue is. And then if it's not something we can mitigate right away, we pass them along to the customer support in Europe. However, with that said, you know, one of the things that Joseph really prides himself on and was basically a huge stipulation for us to come into this business is his customer service is absolutely stellar. Like he will replace the bike, no questions asked, boards, whatever equipment needs to be done. So one of the things we, you know, aligned on is we want to have that high level of customer care. So we do take the initial requests for that. Luckily for us, the product is exceptional quality. Like he's absolutely a stickler for quality. Nothing on those bikes comes from China. Everything is proprietary made at the factory in Spain and is inspected before it comes to us. So we don't have a lot of issues with the bikes. We obviously have issues with boards because they are inflatable here and there. But in terms of, yes, customer care, we take the initial requests for our U.S. clients and then we pass that along for Europe if we cannot resolve it on our own. So on a very wavy day, uh, is it uh, is it difficult to ride this bike or uh, what? just giving people like a visual on it? Uh, do you have to have a very calm waters or can you ride it in the ocean? 
Yes, you can absolutely ride it in the ocean. They were actually designed for the ocean. That's why they're called bike surfs. One of the two biggest questions, you read one of them, usually it's, can we ride it in waves? What happens if there is a wake from the you know boat coming by? Yes, you can absolutely do that. Obviously, it's the same idea as if you were in a kayak on a paddleboard. If the waves are over your head, we highly do not recommend riding the bikes. If the waves are smaller waves, they actually do quite a bit better than paddleboards would. Just because one, you're sitting down. Mm -hmm. So your center of gravity actually comes from your core and your legs. In paddleboarding world, it only comes from your core because you're standing up. So that definitely helps you. And also underneath the bike, there is a rudder. And then there is a propeller, which basically allows the bike to sit in the water like a boat would. And Mm -hmm. the rudder positions are interchangeable. So based on your propeller and the position that you put a rudder in, that allows you to ride in a very different way. And so if it's a wavy weather, you can make a rudder position where it's more kind of like stable and grounded. And this allows you to ride through the waves quite nicely. Uh, they absolutely work great, obviously, for calm water. It's a no-brainer. For lakes, depending on the, you know, undercurrent that the lake has the river again in some rivers they do really really great if their undercurrents are really strong then we obviously don't recommend the ride but overall they do incredibly well in the ocean and with the boats around them just because like i said they were truly designed to be a surf style um watercraft versus just a paddleboard that sits flat and is it similar to i've been on a blow-up sailboat before where it if you do end up getting in a bad situation where the wave crashes into you, it's going to come back upright, right? It's not going to completely, I mean, the way that it's actually structured, it's, it's uh, meant to be able to come up upright with the rudder. Oh, absolutely. And if, yeah, if you look on the board, we have straps all around the back end of the board specifically because it's designed to be flipped and then you jump up back up on the board and you know we have people asking us this question quite a bit like how top heavy it is and how long does it take to ride this it's actually more of your own mind struggle than the bike struggle it rides just like a regular bike except on water so if you've ever ridden a bike you will have no problem and we literally had people 6 to 86 on these bikes I love what it. does happen is because you're on the water it's such a bizarre experience first time that people struggle with their mind, like, how am I actually pedaling? And it's moving. How am I steering? And it's moving because the bike steers just like a regular bike would too. And so that top heavy is not actually an issue because the bike is not top heavy. The frame is very light. And then you are sitting down. What happens though, is like, it's the ability to release and say, okay, I'm just riding a bike. I'm only sitting on water. So I'm not going to flip it. As a matter of fact, obviously David and I have played with it. And David is an engineer, uh, so he definitely has that brain of let me push the limits. And he's done it a few times where you could see the rudder come from underneath the water and the bike still did not top over. So we do know that you have to try pretty hard (laughs) to flip it over. But if you do, yeah, you just flip it back up. Amazing. So being an entrepreneur is is brutal. And we both know developing a new category or educating um, consumers is it can be very, very tough. How do you stay motivated? Like on those really hard days when you're feeling like, ah, what am I going to do? Like what, what keeps you most motivated? 
honestly, just so it's absolutely everything you said. It is brutal. And with the new category, everybody's welcome to go to our Instagram and see the amount of comments we get off. This is crazy. This is insane. This doesn't make any sense. All, all the love, right? Uh, Honestly, on the days like that, we often talk to each other about all the amazing messages we get from mm-hmm. our customers and the pictures and saying, oh my gosh, I have my family on. Like I had my dog on, my 86-year-old mom when riding. You know, it's it's seeing the joy. One of the things we absolutely love about this product, and I think that's what kind of picks us up from the gutter on the bad days, is the amount of joy we get and the amount of amazing responses we get from people saying, oh my gosh, this is absolutely brilliant. I love it. You know, my knees don't hurt when I ride it. It helps my back. I thought I could never ride a road bike before. And now I'm able to go, you know, 10 miles every day around my lake. And I don't feel the strain, the strain from riding a road bike, or I don't have to smell the exhaust and be worried about cars and I can put my child on the front because the board is designed to have up to three people per board. Mm -hmm. So you can have a dog in the front, a kid in the back, vice versa. So like I ride David all the time. And I think it's that it's our understanding of one. Yes, we are up against a little bit of education, which takes time. And we keep remind ourselves I'm not, he's way more paid. Dave's way more patient than me. So he reminds me quite a bit to be patient and it takes time, but also honestly, the outpour of incredible experiences this product brings to people. We literally have people who fly them to Belize, to Bahamas, anywhere in the world for vacations, send us pictures. And that's the part that keeps us going. Yeah, me too. I mean, looking at the customer responses on things, I think is just, I always encourage people, uh, especially with with good comments and, and happy feelings about products and services, definitely communicate with the company about it because it's uh, that person on the other end may be having a really tough day and telling them what how great their product is or service, it really makes a difference. So so best advice you've ever received uh, that really helps you as you're uh, growing this business with David? Gosh, uh, well, I would say a couple. One is all of our friends and family remind us to just, you know, have fun with it. Because mm-hmm. it is designed to be a joyful product. Like it's designed to bring people joy. It's designed to bring us joy. And the reason we got into this was because we both love to have fun. We love outdoors and we love water, really. Those are the three things that brought us to this point. But I would say another advice was stay patient. You know, like if you know, we know we both are sold out to the concept 100%. Like we know it's an amazing product. There's not a doubt in our mind. Otherwise, we'd never done it. Um, and the, one of our mentors always reminds us to stay patient because it does take time to build a brand. And again, like, of course it can be, and that's honestly for anybody who is going into franchise model or that type of model where that product exists somewhere else, you cannot compare 10 years of experience in Europe or any other country where it has been built out and everybody knows it to where you are starting here because it's not, you know, fully interchangeable concept. And you do have to stay patient and remind yourself that this is a brand, but it's not a household name yet in the US. And we have to focus on that piece, no matter how much of a household name it is in Europe already. So 
you know, and it's a humbling experience. It is. A lot mm-hmm. of times when we go to boat shows or yacht clubs and they look at us and we tell them the story of how big they are in the U.S., they have to kind of, you know, bring us back and say, well, yes, but we are starting here, right? Like you guys are here working with us. And so we do have to be aware of that. And I think that's to any franchisee uh, out there, you know, you have to be aware of that, that when you're starting your own, it is going to be your own and you have to be patient. Yeah, definitely. Well, it was such a pleasure to speak with you. And this is an amazing, amazing product. So everybody needs to check out uh, in, we'll have it all in the show notes, Red Shark USA and uh, get your hands on a bike for sure. And uh, Lenka, you are so inspiring. So, and you've given, I think a lot of people ideas on if they aren't ready or don't have an idea to start their own company, can you go find a business that you can actually really help to grow in, in the US or any other country? It's, uh, it's such a great idea. So thank you again. And thanks everyone for listening. Thank you. Thanks again for listening to The Kara Golden Show. If you would, please give us a review and feel free to share this podcast with others who would benefit. And of course, feel free to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode of our podcast. Just a reminder that I can be found on all platforms at Kara Golden. And if you want to hear more about my journey, I hope you will have a listen or pick up a copy of my book, Undaunted, which I share my journey including founding and building Hint. We are here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And thanks everyone for listening. Have a great rest of the week and 2023 and goodbye for now. Before we sign off, I wanna talk to you about fear. People like to talk about fearless leaders, but achieving big goals isn't about fearlessness. Successful leaders recognize their fears and decide to deal with them head on in order to move forward. This is where my new book, Undaunted, comes in. This book is designed for anyone who wants to succeed in the face of fear, overcome doubts, and live a little undaunted. Order your copy today at undauntedthebook.com and learn how to look your doubts and doubters in the eye and achieve your dreams. For a limited time, you'll also receive a free case of Hint Water. Do you have a question for me or want to nominate an innovator to Spotlight? Send me a tweet at Kara Golden and let me know. And if you like what you heard, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow along with me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn at Kara Golden. Golden. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.